Hello and welcome to another episode with Chat with Ty. Today it's going to be the episode three for the series Talking Sports. And today we're going to be talking about injuries and recoveries with Justin Lundberg. Justin is from Washington State. I met him in high school. He's my bitch. Um, and he goes to school in California. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Justin. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Um, Justin, uh, definitely not Tyler's bitch. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Washington with Tyler. I went to high school with him. Fun fact, you could say that I'm the best fisherman on this side of the Mississippi. And if you have anything against that, you can call my lawyers. All right. Good fun fact. So I know you've been playing sports pretty much your whole life. You played a lot of baseball growing up, football player for a year or two in high school, when I was there at least. I don't know what happened after, post my time. But tell me a little bit about your story with sports. How did you start? Why did you start? Yeah, so I started playing baseball when I was about three years old. My parents signed me up for t-ball. Ever since then, you know, I went from t-ball to coach pitch to starting kid pitch when I was about 10. Um, then, you know, got into competitive baseball, travel baseball, and then played competitive until my junior year of high school and then stopped playing just because I was battling some injuries and didn't really think that college baseball was for me. Uh, and then also in high school, played football for all four years. Last two years ended up being captain of the football team so yeah, some good experiences. So I know you have a lot of different injuries throughout your whole playing career. One of the most notable one is the scoliosis, I believe. I remember you telling me that the doctor was saying that it's really affecting um, your baseball ability. And I remember you telling me that sometimes it hurts when you're hitting and it hurts when you're throwing a little bit sometimes. Walk me through your experience navigating through injuries while playing sports how did you do it and what's the toughest part to overcome yeah so starting with the scoliosis part uh it started developing when i was about 12 is when i first noticed it and ever since that time that i did notice it like when i was going through puberty and growing a lot it just got worse and worse and so i did my best to kind of mitigate the extent that it would affect me. So I did a lot of physical therapy, um, saw a few specialists and then ended up going to the doctor and they said, Hey, you should probably get this looked at and possibly think about surgery. And so I was like, blah, 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 asking a bunch of questions. Then they said, if you did get the surgery, your career with sports and like being active, is probably over just because the way the surgery works is they put, steel bars and they screw them into your spine to straighten it out so i wasn't too thrilled about that i'm a very active person love to work out love to be active and all that play sports so that was kind of a, a low blow in my life just to kind of kind of hit me hard it was it was very difficult part of my life made me uh, rethink about like rethink what the direction that i wanted to go and made me you know, question a lot of things, you know, do I want to play sports? Do I want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. With scoliosis and trying to play sports, you know, it makes things a lot harder trying to gain strength, trying to work out makes you, you have to do it a different special way. And so 
For me, it also brought on injury playing football and baseball. Uh, the first injury was in my elbow, and I thought it was just, you know, classic, you know, baseball elbow, just like more strain on it, just because I'm throwing so much. Then I went to the doctors and the physical therapist, and they pretty much said that it's because you don't have as much range of motion in that shoulder. So it's over. So your elbow is having to over overcompensate because of the, the shoulder issue and the back issue. And um, then my second injury because of that was I dislocated a rib trying to uh, swing a baseball bat because there's so much turning and so much torque going on. That wasn't very cool. Those are the, that's the extent of injuries from the scoliosis part that I deal with. And then in football and in baseball, uh, I have torn both of my MCLs twice and I strained the meniscus in my right knee as well. So definitely a lot of injuries and dealing with that, having to recover, you know, dealing with the uh, hardships and having to learn how to adapt and overcome and strengthen myself and bounce back. You know, I think ultimately that makes you want to come back stronger and uh, come back smarter and know how to prevent that the next time. And, you know, uh, even though it sucks, I feel like it's a necessary part of, you know, honestly life, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. And, you know, they say best failure, best teacher in life is failure. And for me, the injury is failure. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I kind of can relate with a lot of the things that you have said as you probably know the biggest injury for me personally is my torn rotator cuff i dislocated and torn it like three times in two months during football my senior year in high school and the doctor suggested surgery and my mom was like you gonna have six months of recovery where for the majority of the six, these six months, you won't be able to like do anything or lift anything. And she just doesn't, didn't think it was a good idea for me to go through the surgery with me graduating already and probably not able to like pursue sports as a career in the future. So I had to kind of learn how to deal with this injury for, well, for my life. I totally relate with how your elbow is hurting because the lack of range range of motion in your shoulder because I've been having a lot of a lot of elbow and wrist issues um lately for well for the fa for the past couple months because of my body is kind of compensating for my shoulder so my I thought it was tennis elbow at first but then it just keeps hurting and it keeps like inflaming and it just like hurts a lot and it prevents me from doing a lot of exercises that I wanted to and liked doing. But another injury that I have been struggling with recently was, I think it was two, two months, almost three months ago, um, I was playing flag football. I kind of just like planted my feet and slipped and I rolled my ankle really, really bad. And it was, it came out as a, as a low ankle sprain. And that has been kind of just messing me up for the last like two months or so. And I was talking to um, this volleyball player for the U 
And she was telling me that she had the same low ankle sprain. And that happened two years ago. And she can still feel it right now, like today. So I'm like, Jesus, this is this is not fun. So I guess my my recommendation is try not to get injured. <laughs> right. Justin, um, I know after sports, you decided to trans transfer your kind of passion and energy into lifting and working out. Tell me a little bit about how you have to kind of tailor your workouts based on all of your previous injuries as well as scoliosis. Yeah, so uh, athletics have always been such a huge and instrumental part of my life for as long as I can remember. And so after being done with sports from high school, not pursuing anything later in college, you know, I, I kind of took lifting on as a replacement to that. And I've loved it. Um, I don't think I would change anything about it. Working out and trying to build muscle and stay active and stay fit with these past injuries still kind of nagging at you, as you were saying, you have the same thing with your rotator cuff. It definitely adds a whole different layer that, you know, just an average person looking on from a third, like a third person point of view, you wouldn't really understand and know that this person is having to battle with this and deal with this. So for me personally, you know, let's just say I'm doing like a shoulder press movement. I have to think about having my hips aligned in the right way. I have to think about activating one scapula and not the other. I have to think about not overcompensating with my right and trying to overcompensate with my left. So there's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game, you know? It's definitely not something that's fun, but you know, I think that's also what makes it interesting. You know, it's not just like the same thing. You know, for me personally, I see it as an extra incentive, an extra challenge. You know, I see, I see all these other people who don't necessarily have to think about and deal with the things that I'm dealing with in the gym. And if I'm kicking their ass, if I'm outworking them, I see as I see that as I just won. You know, so mm -hmm. I it's definitely had to it's definitely made me alter my train of thought and i think it's it's been very beneficial for me in multiple aspects of my life so what have you been doing differently as for lifting wise do you prioritize warming up or do you prioritize focusing on the specific muscle that you're working on and lowering the weight yeah, so a lot of times, let's just say, let's just use um, deadlift or squats, for example. Though a way that my physical therapist taught me how to kind of counteract the progression of my scoliosis is just one example is to have my left foot more in the center of my stance than my right foot. So that lowers one side of my hip and raises the other in a way that my body doesn't like, but it's the way that my body should like. And so I'll do a lot lighter weight with that. And in doing so, that helps build the right type of muscle in the right areas as well. So that's just one little example. Yeah, that's very interesting because with my shoulder, um, with my rotator cuff or the lack of the rotator cuff, 
I wasn't able to squat for ever since my injuries because my my right shoulder does not bend, cannot bend further and far enough for for it to like reach the bar. So I've been just compensating by doing a lot of leg presses and a lot of different variations of leg presses and a lot of different variations of squats. And I've been thinking about trying like front squats. I started doing um, hex squats and also using the hex bar about two months ago. And that has been kind of a life-changing experience because I realized that I can use this instead of actually the traditional and conventional way of squatting. So I definitely feel how you feel about kind of having to navigate and compensate because of our injuries. Right. I feel like so much of it is just finding what works for you, you know? Mm -hmm. What works for me is not going to work for you. And what works for you is not going to work for me. So that's another part that I think is super cool. It's like, it's not all the same. You know, we're all... We're all our own special little snowflake out here. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Like you said, it's everything is different. It's everyone, every single person is different. Something that might work for you might not work for me. It is very important to work with a client like one to one because then you can get to know what, what works best for this person and then build on that. So yeah. Tyler, how, how would you approach approach or how would you go at approaching a girl in the gym oh this is so hard man I kind of think about, this is when you see like on on social media and stuff it's like just just you know go up to a girl like just talk to her it doesn't it doesn't work because personally when i'm lifting i hate when other people interrupt me like i'm in such a zone that like if someone like approaches me and if they just give me a quick compliment I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, cool, that's fine. But if you want to have like a full-on conversation, that's weird for me at least. So with that in mind, how I would approach a girl at the gym if I if I want to do it, if I have to do it. <laughs> if somebody holds a gun to your head. <laughs> yeah, if someone holds a gun to my head, yeah. Um, then how I would approach it is I would just go up either when when they're just like done with their exercise and they're leaving or whenever they're like taking an extended break that I know they're not really working then I'll go up I'll say I was I saw you were doing this and I thought you had really good form and then walk away because just run <laughs> you know, just, just walk away slowly back away you know up the booty cheeks a little bit let them know what you're working with I got you but yeah, yeah, the something that I like kind of heard about is you want to let this person that you're interested in know that you are noticing them, but you don't want to come off too strong. So just being like a, comp a quick compliment, like I saw you doing this. I think you have really good form and walk away. And then that will like let the person know that you're thinking while you're noticing her. And then if she's interested, then she will approach you. Tyler Wing, everybody, babe master extraordinaire. Do you have a, a gym crush that you see? See, that's the thing. I, when I'm at the gym, I don't know about you, but when I'm at the gym, I'm so focused that I, I don't see other people. I don't notice other people as much. If you, if you ask me who I saw at the gym, I, I can tell you maybe like I saw 
two dudes wearing a white shirt. <laughs> and that's about the extent of it. Yeah, because I'm always like, like I, like I mentioned before, um, I'm always either staring into space, staring at something in between sets, or I have my eyes closed and I'm kind of just vibing to the music. That's what helps me focus at least. But what works for you? Like, how do you stay focused at the gym? To be honest, I don't stay that focused. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, for me, a, like the gym is, yeah, it's a place to you know bear down and work your ass off, get bigger, get stronger. But I also recently, more so, have seen it, has seen it as like a place to meet people, like, you know, work on like your skills with complimenting random people, getting to know them, things like that. And so... You know, I'm not super focused, like you said, on myself. You know, like while I'm working out, like in between, like during my sets, I'd say I'm super focused. I'm locked in on what I'm doing. Like after that, uh, like during, like in between sets, I'm willy nilly. My mind is in another place. Absolutely, I I need to learn from you that I want to compliment people. I want to learn how to approach people and give compliments. Cause I feel like that's a really good way to gain like social skills and communication skills and stuff. Yeah, dude, it's it's a weird learning curve. You know, like you go into it, you know, you've like I'm sure you've received a compliment like you're talking about earlier. If you think oh, about yeah. it for the rest of the day, like it just makes you so happy. Yeah, you like want to relay that onto somebody else, but it's hard. It's not easy to do. I'm gonna start doing it. I'm gonna set a new goal. I'm gonna compliment one person every single time I go to the gym. Do it. What I what I like what I challenge myself to do is I want to give out two compliments and I want to meet two people every day. Try to. It's it's not been working. It's usually been like two compliments, and like maybe one person. That's good. That's a good start. Eventually, I'll work up to meeting people too. But right now, let's just start with baby step. You know complimenting people exactly and try not to look like a psychopath the whole time when i'm at the gym <laughs> staring into people's souls <laughs> so that's i catch myself doing that sometimes like if i'm absolutely gassed after a set i'll just like sit there and just like staring to like nothingness and then sometimes like when i come yep. back to i'll realize that i'm like just deadlocked staring at somebody yep that's that's pretty much how how i recover <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, going back to the topic at hand, because of all the injuries that we've, well, you've and I have both suffered playing sports, do you still think it's a good trade-off? Do you still think it's worth it to go through all these injuries so you can play sports? Or do you think there is a limit to how much injuries that you can handle before you call it quits? Yeah, so for me, growing up, sports was way more than just the sport itself it's like the camaraderie that you built with your teammates and all those friendships all those relationships you learn how to work hard or you learn about work ethic all that stuff so definitely i think to an extent dealing with injuries is a necessary part and i think i mean unless you're actively like worsening an injury every single time you go play sports and Unless you're compromising your health with, you know, continuing with whatever you're doing. I think that battling injuries and 
bouncing back and dealing with them and continuing to play is, I think it's a necessary thing. And, you know, for me, I did that and I'm glad that I did it as well. I feel like sometimes I have a lot of regrets when it comes to sports because obviously I wasn't born in the United States and I never really played or touched a baseball until high school pretty much. And I never really played football seriously until high school. And I feel like that kind of limited my ability to grow and how, how much I can improve and how good I can be. But on the other hand, I had a lot more experience in swimming. I swam competitively when I was younger, but I had to give that up as well because of other life responsibilities and other duties. But my biggest regret is that I didn't work hard enough um, when I had the chance. It's kind of the thing that you realize looking back and you're like, oh, I should have and I could have pushed myself a little bit harder so I can be a little bit better. But I didn't know at the time that this, the hard work that I should be putting in is really worth it. Um, so I would say the injuries, obviously, I, I right now, because of my rotator cuff thing, um, I feel like it's a 50-50 at this point. I don't regret playing the sport, but I do regret how, how I handled the injury because, like I mentioned earlier, it took me three dislocated dislocation to eventually dis completely destroy my shoulder. I feel like I should have taken preca precaution when I first dislocated it and just taken it easy. But when I first dislocated my shoulder, I did not tell anyone. It was in the middle of a practice and it hurt so bad, but I just kept on pushing through. I didn't say anything because I was a starter and I feel like I need to tough it out because, you know, I don't, I don't want to lose the position. I don't want to lose my job. And also I feel like I, my body can handle this. But then the second time when it happened, I should have done something to maybe go to the doctors and ask for advice and talk to someone about this injury. Maybe that would have prevented further aggravation of the injury. But all in all, I have no regrets playing sports. Um, injuries, injuries comes with the sport. It's 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 an in, innate risk that you're willing to take when you sign the contract to play sports in any condition or in any um, level of play. It's just you have to have the right mindset when it comes to injury and you have to know what to do and what to expect. And if you have a good way to handle it, I believe it's definitely worth it to play sports. And that com comes back to my last question for you, Justin. What's what's your some of your advice and suggestions for someone who is also dealing with injuries playing sports? I mean, it's always going to depend on the listener and it's going to depend on you know, who's taking this advice, but just say like a high school athlete, a lot of times coaches don't really have your health in their best interest. That's not really high up on their list of worries. So they're going to push you, push you, push you until you break. And as the person who has to live with all these injuries, it's your responsibility to, you know, advocate for yourself 
it doesn't even have to be high school sports. It could just because you're you got like a tough skull and you don't want to like take a break and take days off and you know do rehab and go to physical therapy and you know get yourself right. But it's such a crucial part in maintaining overall health in your body because once one thing like once one injury happens, you know another part of your body is going to start overcompensating. That could get hurt. And it could just be snowball effect, and so yeah, I've you know I've felt this in the past. I've had to get myself in the right frame of mind. Yeah, I I do feel it.、Um, I feel like the most important thing that you're mentioning is obviously injuries happens, but you gotta try to deal with it or catch it before it gets worse to the point where to the point of no return. But that's kind of how I feel like. For some reason, when I was in high school or even early on, I was ashamed in some way for being injured. Sometimes, so I wouldn't like open up to say I'm hurt because I feel like that makes me worse than other people. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely another big learning curve that a big hump that you have to push over. You just gotta realize. I mean, when you're younger, also you're not really going to understand the importance of like the your health being, you know, number one. You don't really realize that you're going to have to deal with all these injuries later on, and you know it's just part of life. You got to assess it, get better, and get back to what you love. Absolutely, that's a good conclusion to the episode. Injuries happen. You just gotta. Learn how to handle it and manage it, and make sure that you speak out for yourself and have your own self-interest in mind. Because not all the time, not everyone has your self, your best interest in mind. Well, thank you, Justin, for coming on today and sharing your experience with injuries and how you deal with it and how you recover from them. This is Chat with Ty, and I'll catch you guys next time on another episode with Chat with Ty. Wow. <laughs>